welcome back everybody to the music on deck podcast back here this week with another episode with my boy dave dinsmore here yes yes yeah man so uh how's your week been man it has been a long week i'm not even gonna come in here and try and bs anybody it has been a long week i don't know what it i don't know what it is you know like i felt like april didn't happen and now that we're kind of going into may i'm like oh my gosh it's already may yet the last week i mean i don't know it's kind of like the first week of may i don't know about you but i got i got like tons of stuff going on in may may's like the packed month for my family so like it's my father's birthday it's my wife's birthday it's my birthday i mean like everybody has everything packed in may in my family so it's just kind of like chaotic um and you got you know kids finishing up school yeah you know what i mean like so you're kind of like counting the days down to like summer vacation and trying to plan that way so i mean it's yeah, I've, it's I've got, been I've nuts got, yeah i've got travel coming up like next week and there i'm like go. i've got this calendar sitting next to me that i like keep saying i need to fill out and like probably by the end of the night tonight i'm gonna fill it out because like if i don't have stuff you know on paper it's just gonna like be like oh tomorrow i got this it's like you know and then it's like everybody's like well you should have told me a week ago and all that stuff so right yeah. right right and this is the engineer extraordinaire alex maglione and if he didn't mention it but listen yes. what, 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 do you, what have you been working on what are you what have you been doing you've been busy oh, too man i'm doing uh right now it's kind of like the behind the scenes you know production mm-hmm. type stuff um as we all know as well like i'm still kind of coming down from what we all know halfway through like you said halfway through april was um tax time you know tax time for us um self-employed members uh (laughs) depending on how you do it uh it's it's like the worst like week of the year you dread doing doing that type of thing so i'm still like 1099 yeah the 1099s and and all that stuff brutal dude yeah so i've still kind of got that's still kind of like shouting at me from from uh from you know the rear view mirror at this point but it, it is behind me and you know everything that that's, that's you don't have to deal with it for a year anymore but that's i'm still it's still like oh yeah that was like only two weeks ago or whatever um you know and and as as most people know or if you don't know um yeah if you're self-employed yeah. we don't get refunds we we are the <laughs> ones paying uncle, uncle sam um paying the money that he's gonna give back to all of you who uh who have it taken from you all year so we have to we yeah. have to give what wasn't taken from us so um the bank account's still reflecting that a little bit but uh yeah no worries we're we've got stuff uh on the calendar to to kind of get get back from that and but Good my man. my man my one key from that to tell people and i tell people this who are getting into this all the time or who are like man i gotta do my taxes for the first time or yeah how yeah. do i get better at this because i had to learn too but man reinvest in yourself that's the biggest that's the yes. biggest thing that I can give everybody who's kind of self-employed. If you reinvest in yourself and keep your receipts, come tax time, it makes things a lot easier and it makes you not have to pay Uncle Sam as much as <laughs> as much as if you don't. So For that's sure. the biggest thing. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and you know, we can even take it to an umpteenth degree. I mean, like half the time, you know, I don't even, you know, log our, our production meetings and things like that. I mean, like oh, yeah. lunches with people. I mean, all that yeah. kind of stuff is, is really deductible when, when it's all involved in your business and yourself. And what a great, what a great way to start off the, the podcast, man. Reinvest in yourself. Totally. Wow. Yep. Totally, yeah, totally. that's a gem right there, right off the top. That's yes. that's great. No, I know what you mean. I don't know. It's it's been a rough transition from April and May for some reason this year. I feel like you know, and the like weather has not helped either. I'll say that too. The weather, like I'm ready, yeah. and I know you're not as into the hot weather as I am, but like I am so tired of this waking up and it being 44 degrees. I'm like, I just wanted to wake up and I want to put on the clothes <laughs> that I'm going to wear the rest of the day. I don't want to have to put on a hoodie and a long sleeve in shorts and feel like i'm in between seasons like i'm just ready for it to wake up and be like 65 70 you know i'm usually there you know 
I'm usually like that. I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, I usually am like, gosh, you know, I don't, I'm not ready for it to be 98 degrees and like 60% humidity. Like I'm not ready for that. But at the same time, I think this year, you know, kind of like already being able to go out in the afternoon yeah, um, and, and kind of sit in some really nice weather. I was yes. kind of like, you know, yeah. what? I didn't realize how much I was missing it. I've been really soaking in the vitamin from the sun. You know me what I mean? Too. Like me too. This, this afternoon, yep. you know, only if you went, you know, hours window when you're a working mm-hmm. parent, but I mean like, you know, when you get to do it it's like wow this is actually really nice so right now it's nice i think i'll probably be complaining oh you know a few months from now man yeah it's been good it's been good buddy yeah for sure all right well let's uh let's kind of kind of uh you know do this break in the ice thing i found another one of these draft ideas that i was like i immediately when i thought of it i sent you an example of it i'm like dude we have to do this right um this one's gonna be a little different so if y'all been following you know i know we've done these drafts and some of them have been long some of them you know have been have been short or whatever this one should be, you know, not too strung out. Um, but it's interesting because every other one that we've done, we've set up a draft, um, a draft field, basically. A board. For, yeah, a yeah. board, basically, for us to pull off of. This one's going to be pretty much personal preference freestyle. So uh, this is going to be interesting to see kind of where we go. And with I don't know draft, what we're doing. What do we do? <laughs> I mean, like, so, I'm curious to see what we're well, yeah, doing. Yeah, what I say, you'll remember that I, what, what I sent you before. So we well, are no, doing... I, I know what you sent me before. Are we doing that one? We're doing, we're doing yeah, that no, one? Yeah, no. So we are doing the... Uh, it's basically called... I'm going to call it kind of pro stadium draft. Oh, jeez. Um, so basically okay. what we're going to do is you're going to... We're going to draft pro stadiums. You know, whether you've been there or not so that's yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. That's kind okay of cool. okay good because good. i haven't i haven't been to a i know i know you've, you've not been to nearly as many professional sports stadiums as i yeah. have across i'm the a little country. bit of a disadvantage here yeah. that's all right that's but no okay. but you i mean you you've definitely watched a ton of sports and you know from well, I, well you but, watch you know, a lot of college college basketball i know you watch a lot of soccer i know you all watch a lot of you know nfl and i kind of watch you know the same but i also watch you know um college football a little bit more than you do i watch yeah. you know, nhl i watch um, baseball, you know, so there's some stuff I'm interested to see. Kind you of, got, you got a bigger you... pool to draw from, but but you know what? If, if it's if it's just purely like things that are like you know, like I get to pick any place that that opens it up for me. Yeah, that gives me. I, mean, I can go any. Sport, yeah, you don't anywhere. have to have been there before. Okay, because okay, I, I I have some ideas of places that I would you know that I would draft. Sure. Yeah, that I might draft that I haven't. So met, so let's so. let's frame this then. So it's it's what is significant to me, or do I think it's the, are we going from like the best or just stadiums that mean the most to me? I would say mean the most to you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mean the most cool, to you, cool, cool. Like I said, whether you've been there or not, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Wh- whether you think it's, you know, one of the greatest yes. of all time or whether you yes. think it's like just super cool, looks okay, like cool. you want to go, whether you'd like to own it, you know, yeah. your, your your team plays there and you're like, I'm not giving that up, whatever it may be. I just think yeah, 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 we'll, okay, we'll each okay. pick five and we'll see if, you know, see what we end up with at the end. So uh, like we always say, like we you said last episode, um, I came Beautiful. up with the idea, so you yes. you get the first overall pick. So, okay, great. So go I, I think I, I know where you're going to go. I have. I, think I, you, I know where you're going to go. It shouldn't be that ahead. hard. It should not be that hard. <laughs> Nissan I, Stadium. <laughs> first of all, you and I both know Nissan Stadium isn't even deserving to be in this conversation. Okay, like I I love my Titans, but y'all, come on, Nissan. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like our mascot, and we'll talk about that in a future date as well. But all right, I was joking. Gonna, yeah, what's your first yeah, overall? No, no, pick? I'm def, I'm definitely. Ta- but listen, I think you could still guess it. I think you could still guess it. Mm-hmm. You want me this to try? A, this is this is a magical. I'll let place you for pick me. it, and then I'll tell you if that's this what is it a was. Ma- this is a magical place for me. Um, I have been to it. I have not been to it many, as many times as I would like. 
but uh, this is hallowed halls for me. This would be a place where I would physically get emotional in the building, just being in the building, which might be ridiculous to people. But I'm gonna take the Dean Dome. Yep, that's what I thought. I knew you'd take that first. Overall. I've got, I've got yeah. to take, I got to take North Carolina's home. That's you know, those are my Tar Heels. That's been my brand, you know, since I was a small child. My dad and I are huge Tar Heels fans, so I would, I gotta take the uh, the Dean Dome. I can't let anybody have that. Taking right. off the board. Yeah, that's what I expected you to pick. Big North okay. Carolina basketball fan. Yeah. I think if you had to pick a sport, you know, a, a sport and team that you had to die with, if you could only watch the rest yeah. of your life, that's what you would pick. North Carolina basketball. Now I'm so. curious. I got one of two for you. I think I know which it would be, but I want you to go ahead and draft it. And, and then yeah, I'm say. interested to see if you think if what I say first overall is what you thought. Uh, my number one overall stadium that I would pick in an, in a draft that I'm going to take is going to be Yankee Stadium. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be the grand old Fenway Park. I that's exactly what I would have guessed, man. Yes. I would have absolutely said it's gonna be the fucking socks. You yeah, know what I man, mean? And that's 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 exactly you know when I what what pretty much you said about about Dean Dome, I'm saying about Fenway. I mean, yeah. like anytime I walk in there and you walk through you walk through the gate and then you walk yeah. through to where you first see the field i mean it's it, it it can get you emotional i mean that grass is so green that green monster is just something you've never you, every time you see it you're like man that's that's crazy and again fenway one of the oldest stadiums to you know still active that exists oh yeah. you know almost in the world pretty much that's that's still used on a professional level it's it's unbelievable hallowed ground so yeah that's my first overall pick when i think other people that's one of the few things that like i've even seen like people who are not in baseball or Mm -hmm. even other other teams in baseball that have always said like oh there's something about fenway it is a bucket list place yeah people love you know just like they love yankee stadium but i mean like you know you hear the same kinds of things about fenway which is like just it whatever it is you know it's just this is fenway it has its own aura its own mystique about it you know that even if you're not a baseball fan i'm sure you've heard of fenway park i mean it's so iconic i guess in a way um okay great great no that's that's and, and Honestly, that's why I thought you would go. That's yeah. that's I thought you would take that before. Football I think it's wide open for or basketball. For, yeah, for both of us, I think it's wide I mean, open. At this point, I could just start snaking you. At this point, <laughs> if you wanted to, you could. <laughs> no, but um, you know, I I would have to say I'm going to go iconic with my pick. I'm going to say Madison Square Garden. Oh man, that's a good one right there. I think that's I have to. I just feel like the 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 diamond is there, and I need to pluck it off the tree. I don't know that it means a whole lot to me personally Mm -hmm. but i think like it's one of those like i would like to go see something in madison square garden you'd have to see a knicks you know what i mean you'd have to to either see a knicks game or the big east tournament it's a a bucket list yeah it's a bucket list yeah i mean even if it's a concert you know what i mean like i'm not even like limiting it that you know what i mean like i I feel like i would go i just need to go into madison square garden at some point for any event and just it's a it's it's a biggie so yeah madison square garden gotcha 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 I Let's hear it. Yeah. So number two for me, I think this is going to surprise you. I think this is okay. going to surprise you, but I, for whatever the reason, Nashville it, sounds, <laughs> it is just, it's in my head and it's, no, it's one. I think this may be a snake from, I may snake you on this, to be honest. And oh. probably for the same reason that I'm putting up, it's one of those, it's another kind of hallowed grounds place. It's a place that like is a, um, you know, kind of like a dreamlands, uh, you know, type of place uh mm-hmm. and it's going to be mm-hmm. lambo field like i that Ooh, to me good, pick. good that pick. to me is the fenway of football and football mm-hmm. is my favorite sport and trust me i you know gillette yeah. is is pretty dope and some of these other football stadiums are pretty dope but man i think if you ask a lot of other football fans too like lambo field is going to be you know up there it's just the classic like if you were to draw a football field 
or you were to yeah. like imagine a football field in your head, Lambeau Field is what it is. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm taking Lambeau Field off the board right no, there. That's a, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. And you know, honestly, uh, I, 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 I'm not upset about that one. And I'll tell you why, because I, I guess I don't understand the mystique of it. I understand the history and I respect the history out of it. I mean, I really respect the history out of it, but for an old fogey like myself, you tell me I need to go out into the coldest state in our union <laughs> on wooden ass benches next to people, mm-hmm. you know, who are wearing cheese helmets. Like that does not sound like a great time for me. So but there has to be something because you hear everyone talk about right. how amazing that venue is. But that stadium does not blow my skirt up looking at it from pictures. So like I said, it's, yeah, well, I mean, there's I, something more there. I think know, I, I admit it. I, I say the same thing about Fenway, though. I mean, I think a lot of people like if you're used to some of the newer stadiums and you go to Fenway, you're going to be like, dude, this place sucks <laughs> because there's a lot of obstructed. <laughs> there's obstructed views. The you know, the mezzanines are not what you're used to in modern stadiums. They're not like wide open and bright. And I mean, they're kind of dark. So I would think that Lambo is the same way, but I would think that, you know, same type of thing. You step out, you walk out into the bleachers in that stadium. And, and even just like looking at it from the aerial shots, I'm like, man, that place. And you know, it ain't like a lot of these other stadiums that are in the middle of a city. Like it's literally in like a small town. Right. It just looks like that. So, but all these thousands of people come out to these games and yeah, it's just, like I said, that's why I'm picking it because it's just a magical place. So no, 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 that that makes, that makes sense. Um, So yeah. Where are you going with your third pick? Man. Okay. Um, Cause I know where I know where my heart goes, you know, but I feel like we're still a little too early to go that way. Yeah. I felt that way about my second one. You know what I I mean? Like I avoided where where my heart wanted to go. I mean, I've got, I've got like, you know, like places that I'm like, this doesn't mean anything to anybody else but me, but I think we're yeah, not but there that's yet. What this is, this but, I, but, this but you is. know, yeah. but then I'm also like thinking of it in a broader, you know, kind of perspective, and I'm going, okay, where is like a bucket list kind of stadium? Because that mm-hmm. kind of phrases the whole thing different for me. I'm gonna take Wrigley Field. Okay. Yeah. Heck yeah. And, you know, I'm not a huge Chicago Bear, uh, uh, Cubs, you know, fan, but but I feel like it's another one of these like, God, you know, like. I've never been to Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, it's just, and, and, and it's one, again, it's the history of it. I mean, I'm not even a huge baseball fan. You know that about me, but I just think it would be, it would be a really cool place to go visit. I've seen some, some pictures and some documentaries and things on the history of it, which really intrigued me. So I would say Wrigley Field. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that would have probably made my list had you not taken it because that's another place that's a bucket list for me. I have not been there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, yeah, so, so iconic. That would, I mean, when you talk about iconic, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. one that I totally want to go to eventually. And and that's one, too. I mean, that's and this is one I listen to all the time. I mean, the Dave Matthews band, uh, Chicago, you know, Wrigley Field concert, that that concert right. sounds amazing. I think about, oh, man, that, that concert was done at Wrigley Field. Like, so that's, you know, there's yeah. been a lot of yeah. cool things done there, too, aside from from the Cubs playing there and it being super old. So, yeah, so that that's a good one. Um, I'm going to really, really, really surprise you with this next one. All right. And then I think I'm going to get back to more of like ones that like I'm going to. Are personal. Yeah, more okay. personal. But this one is going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. And it's Estadio Azteca in Mexico City. You know what I'm talking about? You, uh, did they have football there last year? Yeah. The, so the NFL has done uh, a couple of Mexico games there. I think, I think they've done two. I would two never have known the name, but I, I can picture that stadium. Uh, it's called Aztec. Mind. Yeah. Aztec stadium. It's in Mexico. Yeah. It's in Mexico city. Mm-hmm. It's uh 2,200 meters above sea level. Um, wow. And I mean, it's just every time I've seen it, the capacity is 83,000. Every time I've seen it on TV though, 
for like the football games it's one thing but if you watch like a mexican soccer game there i mean it is bananas i mean like it it would legitimately be a scary place to play if i were an opponent for all of those reasons like you're in mexico city which is i would i don't know if i'd ever step foot in that city to begin with and then you're in the stadium that is like built in 1966 you know and it literally shakes from the amount of you know from the people going nuts in it like i'd be afraid to be yeah (laughs) but but i'm thinking about that as like a you know if i were to if i were if this was like some sort of i wanted to have a team you know a soccer team in this and i wanted to have a home stadium that would be it dude because Mm. people i'd be scared to play there if if my fan i would want the fans on my side there you know because that's a crazy seems like a crazy place to me so yeah i'm definitely taking that just just kind of from the attitude of 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 you know kind of what that is they're actually going to have some of the world cup games there too coming up here in uh in uh, 27 which is going to be nuts i mean i can only imagine mexico playing there against you know who knows who but it's just going to be nuts so yeah i had to take that one off the board that's another one of those like wrigley field or not Wrigley field like um like lambo for me that's like i've never been there i might not ever go there but boy that place i can't leave off this list because it just brings it goes it comes into my head every time i think of like coolest stadiums in the world and, and I'll have to go back and look at some pictures of that because I can't mm-hmm. remember. I remember it being a pretty insane venue. And I think I've seen some videos of soccer stadiums where they're jumping up and down in the yeah. whole stadiums, rocking. <laughs> the ceiling is shaking. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay. That was All my right. third pick. This All will be right. your fourth pick right yep. here. Yep. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Um, I'm going to surprise you here, I think. Um, uh, maybe not total shocker, but um, – you know, again, probably just some place that I would I would be like, you know, I really would want to at least experience something here in some place I've never been. Um, and it's basically Old Trafford. Um, and if you don't, if you're not familiar with yeah, that I'm not stadium, familiar. that is where Manchester United plays. Okay. Um, and it's again more of like a history. Um, you know, I'm I mean, I love soccer. I played soccer. That was my sport. But I mean, like, I don't. I'm not a huge soccer fan either. I don't go out, you know, and go go nuts. So you know, um. Uh, over the soccer, you know, games that are local and things. But um, basically, I mean, this is a, you know, a stadium that's from the 1900s and mm-hmm. it's still going. And they're such a popular team. They mean so much to the area. Uh, storied, you know, kind of outside of the American spectrum. Uh, it's a really, really um, historic uh, franchise. The Manchester United soccer team is huge. You know, like you're if you're a man, you, you know, uh, a fan you're die hard you know so i again it's crazy. It just, we went it, back-to-back soccer fields yeah it, it would it'd be interesting to see i mean like you said you want to talk about a, a, a fanatical kind of energetic environment mm-hmm. in the stadium go look at a freaking soccer game right i mean yep. internationally my goodness you know you're gonna see some crazy stuff you know so yeah i would say man you for me but uh yeah that's that's where i'm taking so i'm gonna i i, I think i could have gotten this in the fifth round but i'm I, I just you don't wanna, need to go now. No, if, if I'm going to go now. I think you're going. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to go now and just get it out of the way. Uh, and, 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 and because it deserves higher than even fourth round, but I'm, I'm going to take it out of the way. I'm going with TD Garden again, a place that I've been, a place that I grew up going to, home of the mm-hmm. Boston Celtics and the Boston yeah. Bruins, known as the jungle. This place in, in the playoffs, this place when the teams are playing good is just absolutely nuts. Absolutely. Again, absolutely nuts. Another place that like if I had my own team, that's a place I'd want to call home because the fans and it's the thing you'll hear about any Boston sport. And, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's other cities that brag about it, but 
you, a lot of even out of town teams come in and say, man, Boston fans are smart. They know their, they know their sports, they know their teams yeah. and they follow them diehard, you know, and that's that atmosphere when you walk into TD garden is unreal. And that's a place that is sold out for a Celtics for every single Celtics game and every single Bruins game. And it's not even, I mean, it's, it's just, there's some sort of record, you know, going on. That's like TD garden has been sold out for this many dates and it's just, it's unreal, but it's just, it's, it's such a cool place to see a game. You're kind of on top of the ice on top of the the court. Um, and like I said, I mean, it's just, they, they got all the cheers going on all the time and yeah, it would just be intimidating to be an opponent there, but it would be an awesome place to be a home game. And I've seen, this is this I've been, it, it's weird for me because as y'all, I grew up in new England and, and those are my teams, Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, Celtics. Um, I have lost track of the amount of times I've been to the TD garden. Um, mm-hmm. it's a place just that I grew up in and, and I mean, it's, it, but it, but it never gets old. It's and and they keep updating it and making it better. And yeah. So TD garden, home mm-hmm. of the Celtics and Bruins, just an unreal place. So that's my fourth pick. Okay. All right. All right. So this is, this is it, right? This is, this this is, is it right here. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go kind of left field here. Um, you know, I, I've kind of, Again, looking at like, you know, if, if if I could go to an event in one of these venues kind of a thing, but I've kind of always wanted to go to a game in um, Ohio Stadium. The, uh, for, for oh, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah. I listen to a lot of sports talk radio and they basically just say that like there are just some college events and, you know, specifically obviously college football mm-hmm. at these stadiums and you know, Neyland stadium would be up there as well. But I mean, if you like looked it up and you're like, you know, what's like kind of like the bucket list of like, where's the hollowed yeah. you know, stadium kind of experience, crazy college football experience. It's Ohio stadium. Yeah. And uh, of course my, my, uh, my father's side, they all come from Ohio, you know? So I've always, I always have a place in my heart for the, uh, the Buckeyes and, um, so I would say I would I would love to go in and and go to a college game uh, for Ohio State the Buckeyes in yeah, Ohio, that'd be cool. Ohio Stadium uh, looks yeah, like those, an, looks like an amazing stadium. Yeah, I mean, I mean the three for those are are you know when when people talk about the college football stadiums, I mean it's Ohio Stadium, it's Neyland Stadium in in Knoxville, and it's the Big House in Michigan. I mean those are the ones that mm-hmm. everybody knows and and are kind of like. Yo, if you want to go to a hundred ten thousand people at a, you know, at a at a college football game, these are the three places yeah. you need to go. You know, so you yeah. want to wear ear protection, yeah. you know, then you need to go to one of these. My parents actually went to Nealon because uh, they live out in Knoxville now, mm-hmm. near Knoxville, and they basically said that it was just insanity. Oh, I'm sure. You it know was. how loud it is, and I thought, man, you know, like, and I, I'm not a huge crowd guy. Alex knows this about me. I mean, I don't like being surrounded by a bunch of people. But if I was gonna do it, I'm like you and me in the draft, like in downtown Nashville. I'm like, let's go. If we're gonna yeah. do it, yeah. like I want, I, then let's do it. Like mm-hmm. I, I want the biggest and the best. And yeah, Ohio Stadium, it just looks insane. All right. So you're up. Last yes, one. My, my last pick here. Um, I assume my, it's the best a man can get. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think I might surprise you here. I, I don't know what you might be thinking, um, but I'm not even sure the three I have in my mind are probably the one you're thinking. Um, yeah, I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going with SoFi Stadium out there in L.A. Whoa. Yeah. What? Yeah. 
what man that to me right now that's like the no, crown jewel amazing stadium but i mean like the rams or or the uh, rams and chargers yeah chargers i mean really like i mean it just if i'm it's more stadium than the teams i get it you're, yes you're, it is to, is 100 looks like yes. a vibe yes it is a that is a hundred percent based on the stadium like that is like they they spent i think like five billion dollars yeah. building that complex or whatever five or ten billion dollars building that that complex um you know and and if i'm again i kind of look at this as like um if i if i was like if i had my own franchise what stadiums you know kind of would be on my list of Mm -hmm. like where i would want to be be. yeah Yeah, like or if i could place a stadium in the town that my team would be on where you know what stadium would it be you know and like that would be it they, yeah, six billion was the estimated amount it cost to build that complex, you know. And but I mean, you see, like, you see the 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 pictures, the still shots oh, of it, yeah. just empty, and it just looks dope. And, and it's it's got all the technology. It's just it's ready yeah. for the next thirty years of you know, uh, um, dome entertainment in right. L.A. You know, like it's gonna be, it's gonna host opening ceremonies for the twenty twenty eight Olympics out there. It's gonna be, you yeah. know, like more more than more Super Bowls coming up. Like it's it's going to host those type of events. And that's, that's the type of place that I would want. And the other two, I will say honorable mention. I was going to say, you should do some honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable, I, mention, I have one. honorable mention. Uh, the, the other two, I think that I would have uh, Jerry's world, but I here I can't pick it because everybody knows it is Jerry's world. I don't want to be in a place that people, you know, think, if, you know, people you know, it's know funny. is the my owner's ba- name, you know, my, my honorable mention is Jerry's world. Yeah. So that, you know, that, I, I, was, I was the same way and I yeah. didn't pick it for the exact same reasons because it's like, <laughs> I'm not a huge Dallas Cowboys fan first mm-hmm. and foremost, but then also everyone knows it's Jerry's world. And I'm yeah. like, you know, so like, <laughs> I want to see that amazing stadium and go in and be a part of that experience, but mm-hmm. I can't put it in like a top five because right. it's Jerry's world, you right. know? <laughs> like, yeah. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. And then my other, my other um, honorable, honorable mention, this may be a surprise to everybody, but you um, is the Oakland Coliseum where the Raiders used to play and where the Oakland A's will soon be moving out of that place, that place when the Raiders were as good as they could have been in playing in there. They called it the black hole. And again, I'm picking that because of the atmosphere. Mm. That place was like, if you want fans to root for you in a certain way, go and look at some of the highlights from those games. You know, the black hole, you know, black hole and and, and the Raiders back, you know, back then. Those fans were nuts, you know, like, right. I, and I mean, nuts, nuts. I mean, like people fighting in the stands against San Francisco and like that type of thing. Like I would want to play if I was an NFL team, like I would want to play in a place like that where like the opposing team fans are scared to go there. Your opponents are scared to walk in there. Like that's the type of place I want. Um, it's sad that the Raiders still aren't there. I feel bad for those fans, as you know. Um, and it's sad that they're, you know, also going to lose the A's here pretty soon to, to Vegas as well. So that's, I'm surprised that's my second honorable mention. Gillette, the best a man can get. Man, that's why I said the best a man can get. I was like, how do you I, not pick Gillette? I, this will also be a surprising uh, factoid for for our listeners who you know, if, and especially I think I think you know this, but um, those who don't know, I mean, I've never stepped foot in there. I have yeah, been a lifelong know, Patriot fan, yeah. and but growing up, I mean, in a four four member family, um, to pay one hundred twenty five dollars yeah. per ticket to in a four hour drive to sit basically below the light stanchion, my parents were like, "That's not happening." And, yeah. um, and then, yeah, as soon as I turned 18, I moved away and haven't gone back a lot since then. Uh, eventually, I'll get to a Pats game at Gillette. Um, I have some friends and family that actually owe me games there, so I will there get back go. there. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I can't put it on my list because I literally have never experienced it. I've seen it on TV a bunch, and, 
um, especially, you know, when, when they were, when they were really, really good and, and, you know, all of that. And it seemed like a crazy atmosphere, but you know, I, I can't really put it on there because like I said, I would, there's other places I would put before because I've either been there or because I, I, I feel something through the TV, you know, and I don't know, maybe I'm just the opposite of bias too, because the Patriots played there, play there and are, have been so good and, and all that, you know, it might be a little bit of the Jerry's world thing where it's like, man, that's where the Pats play, you know, <laughs> like, I just yeah. can't pick it. Yeah. I, th- you know, I, I, I just think it's funny cause I know how much the Pats, you know, but that's true. If you don't have a connection to it, you don't have a connection to it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like Nissan stadium for me. Yes. My team plays there. I like my team and I'm not in love with that stadium, you know, yeah. and especially cause I've been there now I'm like, okay, there's, I see there's a bunch of problems, which is why we're hopefully getting a new one. Uh, it's going to be voted on soon. 2027. Uh, did they finally pass it? I know it they, is they, they, yeah. they were no, voting it, it one is, last time. And it I is heard. happening. Yep, That's it is happening. So we and we need it desperately, and hopefully yes. we'll take care of it like the Predators did their stadium yes. because Bridgestone is amazing. Yes, which is maybe another honorable mention to be honest uh, for me. Definitely. But, but but I'll say one more honorable mention for me would be the Kingdome. Um, okay. Out in, out in Seattle, um, they had kind of a you know kind of New Orleans dome out there mm-hmm. for many many years and looked like an amazing venue. I just missed it, um, but it had some design flaws, so the roof kept falling in. Bigger bit of a problem but i I don't know like i'm really kind of jazzed especially for nashville to have an enclosed stadium oh for sure we're gonna get the biggest and the best events now that's that's really really what we're gonna get really like when i'm in an enclosed stadium that maybe has you know some options to open the roof a little bit if you need to but you know these kind of like wide open kind of like lambo you know it's wide open stadium oh yeah you're in the elements Um, I like to be inside. I like to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, especially, like you said, when you're paying these kinds of prices for these tickets, I don't want to be sitting Dude, out there I mean, free, freezing my butt off in the bills. Well, we, yeah, we. I mean, we, we are so far. We, we said we weren't going to be long with this and we're being long with this. So, so sorry to those <laughs> It's a sensitive who are, like, topic. We love sports. But Dave and I went to the Nashville Soccer Club's first ever game in Nashville at Nissan Stadium. And it was like 42 degrees and we were up that in the 300 level. <laughs> And it was <laughs> miserable. <laughs> and then we got to hear that anthem miserable. of theirs. Oh, they're terrible. Oh, song. Yeah. oh gosh. All right. Yes. Uh, that's good stuff, dude. I like it. A lot, yeah. a lot of good stuff. Cool. That, was, that was a cool one that I had seen on social media. I was like, we're, we're bringing that to our show. So, uh, but, but for what we are actually here for now, um, we are going to review an artist here, an artist who uh, has submitted their work to us for our, um, our insider, um, uh, you know, advice or what we think about it. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, so we're going to, we're going to check it out. Uh, our artist this week, our on deck featured artist this week is uh, an, a hip hop artist named shadow boy. Uh, he spells it a S H V D O W B O Y. So a little, little unique there. I, I kind of dig that. Mm-hmm. I can, I can get down with that. It's not all types of like money sign asterisk, you know, like <laughs> you're like, what is that? Semicolon, semicolon. Yeah, it's yeah. none of that. You know how like people have those license plates where they're like, where you're like, what are they trying to, what is that figured out the whole time? What yeah. is that saying? Like yeah. you didn't do a good enough job because people don't know what that says, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so shadow boy, um, that that's unique. I kind of dig that. Um, he's from middle Tennessee. Um, again, like I said, hip hop artist influenced by Eminem atmosphere, um, and he says he continues to get uh, his inspiration from newer artists such as uh, Ritz, uh, Yellow Wolf, and uh, Russ. Uh, he prides himself on his writing. And then I'm just going to add this kind of quote directly from him because it, it, it sets up kind of literally what we're about to listen to. Um, he says, I'm two years sober now, but back in the day, uh, I would love to celebrate 420 with the homies and freestyle. 
be creative and bond. So I came up with this project, Frizzle's Free 420 Friendly Features. I left the second verses as blank as a blank canvas so that people can freestyle with me, write their own verses, and just zone out. So I think that is super dope. Like that I've is never that, seen that before. That's yeah. a brilliant idea. That is super cool. So obviously he's also showing that he is has he's probably done the production himself as well. So he's produced these tracks and he he raps probably on the first verse and I would guess maybe the course and then the second verse is is free for anybody to uh to freestyle on. So I I read that and I'm like this is cool. This is really something like this is what we made this podcast for. Absolutely. Something where this guy started the idea and then he's he's left an open verse for anybody to hop on, that's you know, so cool. and then, you know, so I, I think that's super cool. I, I have not heard the song, this song at all yet. So we're both going to, you know, hear it for the first time. But, but I'm the just concept a, alone is really, really cool. I'm blown away by somebody doing that. That's a that's a really creative idea. And I'm, I'm actually just now kind of uh, pulling up so I can listen to the track. And we, we, we're going to listen here. Uh, he says he, he records, he mixed, he mastered everything himself on the 2009 MacBook Pro in GarageBand. Nice. So you want to talk about like that's somebody doing it all himself yeah. and then like leaving some room for other people to kind of collab. That's that's pretty cool. I yeah. like that. All Good right. Guy. Well, let's uh, yeah, let's take a listen to this. This song is uh, titled Hank Hill. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, I wrote this in like three minutes, no joke. Yeah, you know. Yeah, these niggas ain't gangsta. Nah, they don't really have power. I really roll with the mob, man. Y'all looking like they just in the shop. You blew up too quick. Success is tasting top. I've been slow smoking, something potent. Never missed the mob. Practice make perfect, and I'm perfect with the practice. Knew that I was worthless, started working on my actions. Now I'm making passive income that's everlasting. Dreaming of my destiny, my mattress is like magic. I can see the style from each position that I lay. Never made a sound that I can't vibe to to this day. Still amazed, like, how'd I ever write it? Went through this and that. Stolen strap, Tennessee with Titan, so enlightened. I was never deep up in that dope game. Had some homies who so soft, but me, I'd rather smoke mine. Once I start sniffing, I won't stop till I'm a ghost. I ain't, I'd rather be known as Hank Hill with the propane. Guys, don't breathe it in too fast, for I'm talking about guys. Take it slow, little homie, don't choke, that's gas Enrich your mind, hit it one more time, then pass Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely, definitely cool. Got some things to say about it for sure. I uh, bet you. Yeah, so let me get it. Honestly, 
Hey, I can't wait to hear what you have to say because I was five <laughs> right there. I know you know something about, you know, about that vibe. I'll let you get in, get in, get into that as mm-hmm. far as you want to. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me let me give my notes. Um, cool vibe for sure. Um, mm-hmm. for a, uh, for a garage band production. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. That's that's all it needs to be. Uh, I I would I would think that there was probably some um you know apple loops in there um it, it was it was very kind of loopy um but i mean he he had some cool vocal production too going on there there was some some effects going on there from left to right and ad libs and that type of thing so i i have to give some props there for what it is um for sure this is an example for those who may be kind of hiding in this closet you know for lack of a better term come on out like just tell us, you know, like, be like, Hey, this is the best I got right now. Guitar, you know, uh, garage band, um, you know, and that's what it is. And we will kind of put it on that scale for We're, sure. If you tell us this is what it is, we, we cannot be like, Oh, you're trying to get a Grammy off of this or whatever, because obviously that's, that's not what you're going for coming, coming from, you know, from a start like that. Um, yeah. So, uh, let me start with, uh, lyrics lyrically it was okay for me um i think uh i i i appreciate the little ad lib at the start that he was like i wrote this in like three minutes uh i wish you'd maybe spent the day on it um from a lyric standpoint for me for me i understand that you kind of want to be a chill vibe and it's kind of laid back and that type of thing um but you know i think it can still be um you know, maybe a little, I don't know what the right word, I don't want to, I don't mean to, to offend, but it could have been, I think a little more intelligent, um, and, and come across a little bit more forward, um, with kind of what the song was about, um, or, or, or painting more of the picture of the vibe. The message is clear. Um, we've, we've, we've listened to plenty of songs on this show where the message wasn't clear and we're like, what the heck was that about? The message was clear for me, which is good. You're getting points on that, but I think it could have just been a little bit more conscious. Um, I will also say, I think, and again, this was exactly, it was exactly almost what I thought it was going to be. You could tell when the chorus came and you could tell, all right, here comes the blank break. And I like how the production changed. I like how it wasn't the exact same formula production-wise as that first verse. So that was cool. Um, but I just wish he would have come back with the verse or with the with the chorus. Come back with the chorus, and then maybe give us a little ad lib on the outro and let it end. From a length standpoint, it shows that he needs that as well. Um, I believe from from a length standpoint, it was two minutes and twenty three seconds. So yeah, you could have used another chorus there with an outro and that boom that gets you kind of to that like 245 three minute mark um but like i said it was it was a cool vibe um i will just say this was this was kind of had that southern hip-hop vibe that i grew up on um so you're getting points from me there i could hear a bun b or a little flip on that second verse those are the, the the those guys have really deep voices really kind of that chill a paul wall i mean that's all the stuff that i grew up on but that's that vibe you know that and, and that's a, that should be a big compliment to you um um shadow boy like the, those are the dudes who i would think you know would be on that vibe um you're on the right path it looks like from your band camp that you have a lot of music that you've produced and and been working on um I might check out some of that other stuff just to kind of see where you've come from and where you're at now and in that whole thing. Um, 
but those are my notes. Um, honestly, not too bad, but I think still um, there's still a lot of potential there. Um, so my score is going to be a 7.4, which uh, mm-hmm. is, is a decent score. I'll say that's, that's, it's, it's definitely a decent score. It definitely gets the job done. What you set up, it for sure accomplished that. Um, so, so props on that level. And then also, like I said, from a garage band standpoint, it could have been a lot worse. It could, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like it literally could have just been terrible. We've heard some bad things before. Um, so yeah, so seven, four, um, and, and big props to you, dude. I'll say it one more time, big props to you for, for this is like Dave said, a very creative idea. Um, I know other people are out there doing it nobody's come to our podcast with this type of thing before and i appreciate you saying hey this is the one you know this this is the project that i want you guys to review because that's cool um i wish i could give you more points on the idea but we're judging more of that and we're judging the music and and the content as well so that's kind of where it's at for me but but major props to you dude um i hope i hope you get people on those verses or you get like submissions and maybe you could try them out and 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 that whole deal I'd, i'd like to kind of follow it and see kind of where it goes from where it's at now so uh yeah dave what do you think about this <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, uh first of all um i, I would call this rap okay right? i mean no i'm just i'm asking you this is not my genre i hear you all the time say you know there's yeah hip-hop and rap I'd yeah it's on the border it's, yeah i would say it's on the border um there's definitely a little bit of still still some hooky melody like there's that bump 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 you know there's still a little bit of because i didn't hear a chorus you keep mentioning the chorus what chorus there I, didn't was hear, a, I didn't hear anything cycle repeatedly like well yes yeah, so nothing he said he there was nothing that obviously didn't come back again like i said which i would have loved to hear there was somewhat so of a chorus there what you something you would call because yes. uh, to, to me it, it was um it was rap and, and the reason it, I felt like that to me was because the flow was constant and I didn't feel much of a break from that the whole time. Um, I, I did see at the very end there, you know, he put in that sort of like um, little like uh, production stuff in there, which I thought was really brilliant. Actually, I wish I would have had a little bit more of that to put some pauses in there. But I don't know, like this is one of those where you and I are just going to disagree, agree okay. to disagree, because I felt. Like this thing was banging, dude. I loved every minute of it. I was on it. I mean, I That's was awesome. I, I was into it, man. And I, I should also say this because I think it's also, you know, when we're in rock, I tend to be very critical. Yes. You know what I mean? Like this is, I have very low expectations in this genre because I'm not typically a fan. Mm-hmm. And I would say that this had some kind of throwback flow that yeah. I tend to enjoy. Okay. So I think it caters to me. Um, because I, I and I'll be honest, intelligent man. This the 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 lyrics could not get more intelligent for me. <laughs> this was freaking brilliant. This man mentioned Harry Potter, the Prisoner of Azkaban, and the charm spell Crucio. The the uh, uh the the actual torture spell. He Crucio. struck a chord for you for Dude, sure. Dude, <laughs> I'm I'm picking up I'm picking up all his I'm picking up all the freaking gems, man. I mean, there was so much in here. Couldn't make a hit without a Grammy winning engineer. I just I love it. I, I he's ghosting and like. You know, just freaking clowning on fools. And I mean, like I, everything about this, I put on here, very clever lyrics. So that's one right there where we just completely are, are on opposite okay. of the spectrum. But I picked up a lot of the like a lot of the cleverness in the lyrics. And I think maybe that might be what sold me on the whole thing. Um, I really liked this flow. Um, I felt like it was in time. You know, now I will say, you know, you know, the 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 vocal the vocal itself was incredibly harsh. 
I think intentionally so, but I think even in the mix, it kind of left it out there really, really, um, sure. It was hard. kind of, um, it, it was, was very, uh, a little hard on the ears after a little while. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? It, like, I would say it was more like cypher volume, you know, I get that where it was. I mean, I would say that was more rap, like where the vocal sat in the mix. It was, but in that, that's, that's a rap thing. That's an attitude thing. You want mm -hmm. it. It's, it's almost like, oh, and rap is almost, yeah, rap is almost like country music where you want that vocal out front, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. so and I, think, I mean, there was, there was a lot of attitude, but I mean, there was also like dictation that was incredibly yeah. my passion, my, you know I mean? Like, I mean, he was in it and 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 this is a perfect example we talk about all the time where it's like you know i need the performance not the perfection mm -hmm. and and this man was bringing it the whole time what he was saying i believe 100 of every line that he said there was intention behind it and it was authentic and i felt it the whole time you know um i would say again for me i'm not a huge fan of like kind of no song structure you know so so it could have been a little bit more and i think this is where i agree with you on the like it maybe needed to bake a little longer. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 as you said, you know, the, the, the timing, uh, you know, the, the length of the song kind of adheres to that, but man, I was in it. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, again, I could have used a, a space in the middle. Give me a minute. Your lyrics were so clever. I couldn't write them down without missing more. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to make a note of like, Oh man, that was really clever. Mm. And I think I missed a few things, but, but, um, I, and I think that's the way rap tends to be. I mean, it tends to be like, I'm coming at you hard and rapid with all of these kinds of uh, lyrics. But I would say I could have maybe taken that that kind of the outro, that just sort of like really cool uh, little little kind of like uh, a song kind of thing at the very end um, that was really heavily compressed and put that in the middle. Just give me a break in between maybe two verses. Because to me, it just felt like, a whole bunch of different verses. I didn't hear any core chorus verse structure. So I'm like, if I could just have a little bit of break in between these phrases, I would be able to absorb these lyrics a little bit better, but that's just me. Um, but, but dude, for me, this was, um, you know, and, and yes, I'm grading on this man made this in garage, garage band yeah. yep. on a 2009 MacBook pro. Mm hmm. I mean, his point is very clear throughout this whole thing, you know, like in, and, and especially I think this genre tends to lend itself to this. You do not need to have a right. crazy production value to make a really good, whatever you want to call it, hip hop, rap, whatever, whatever genre you guys think it is. I really think that this sounded great. There was nothing that really stood out crazy to me. Um, it's a seven, eight for me, dude. Nice. I really yeah, enjoyed it's a it. Big score for you. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I, I and I, I think, you have a connection with this also that, you know, I, I don't know if you, if you know how much to discuss it or not, but you know, this guy says he's two years sober from, you know, from, and weed was his thing, you know, and he's like, he, he likes that 420. He said, yeah, he said he does. Doesn't it's he? no longer his thing anymore, but I respect the fact that he can go back and still make a vibe for, for that. And he straight up said, he's like, man, I'm, I'm putting this song out on 420 for all my, you know, all my people who, you know, who want to indulge, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I respect I, that. I, I, respect I respect that. that, that. Yeah, like, that's, I, you know, that's but, cool. but even more, I really like how he left, you know, how he's like, you know, kind of leaving people to collaborate. Yes. We're always that. talking about yeah, collaboration, cool. you know, between artists and things like that. And there just aren't enough people collaborating with their artistry. And that's, and that's a big problem. So it was a bravo to him, man. I, yeah. I liked it. I really thought it was good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely cool. So nice. Awesome, buddy. Good job. Uh, so what do you got on the Maglion Minute? 
Uh, dude, I'm I'm on this kick right now. It's like one of these things that when I think about the podcast outside of us recording it, like I it's it's on my mind and I want to keep going back into it. And I think okay. you like early on when we were doing this podcast, you kind of, you know, kept diving back into the, you know, how to get into the industry or how to, you know, how to, uh, you know, what what to do and, and who to be and, and all that. I'm diving back into this plug in toolbox because I'm just giving out these, you know, I'm giving the people, uh, you know, a look inside of want. my rig yeah look inside of my rig um so the first one i did just kind of a refresh the first one i did i gave three basic plugins that i use that are pretty much on every single one of my um one of my mixes the second one i did i gave out three bundles of plugins that i use pretty heavily or or are on almost if not every single one of my um one of my mixes today in something that i haven't used I haven't mentioned in those first two today, I'm going to go into three um, UAD plugins that I literally feel like I kind of can't live without and are great tools for me. Um, I have an Apollo X4. That is kind of my X, my home rig um, that I use. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it sometimes to the studio and use it as a rig or I'll take it. I can still take it here and there. And it's, it's super mobile for me, but still has a lot of inputs and outputs that I can use um, to pretty much, you know, record demos and, in that type of thing got got um a good amount of processing for the uad stuff as well so um i will i will go into that right here so when i first got the uad um apollo i looked at it as a as more of an external processor and also the highest quality uh interface that you can get for recording at home or uh mobily um if that's a word so I'm kind of going to talk about these plugins in a, in more of the recording way, but I do use all three of them as well in mixing as well. So it's take it, take it how you want it. Um, the first plugin that I absolutely love um, in, in UAD is the 1073 uh, preamp and EQ. I love it because I love the, the re, in real life, uh, 1073 to me it's the best preamp that you can get um i love how warm and smooth the eqs are um i love the ability to have that um that high pass filter on the bottom you know especially for vocals um it just allows you to just automatically cut uh you know 80 hertz off the bottom from or 50 or 80 hertz off the bottom from whatever you're recording um i love i love just the ability to just kind of quickly flip that switch um it's it's super great. Like I said, if I'm recording vocals or uh, you know pretty much pretty much anything, uh, that's the preamp that I'm slapping on on uh, the channel that I'm recording on my Apollo. Um, but as well, I like you know, when I'm mixing, I love to slap it on a bass channel, um, you know, and kind of get some of that warmth um, from the EQs and in, in, in the pre um, in the mix as well. Uh, that's pretty much what I. I sometimes i'll throw it on a vocal in the mix but i love it on bass that's kind of the number one thing um number two so that's kind of a preamp eq uh the second one that i'm going to kind of give to y'all the cl1b uh mach 2 uh the mach 2 part is yes. important because the mach 1 uh i don't know what they did with it but it's like broken like it's just i, I would love to find somebody that uses like the standard cl1b that comes because when you get the the UAD CL1B, you get both versions. You get the Mach 2 and you get the the standard. Um, and the standard sounds like it just sounds terrible. It doesn't sound like a CL1B, 
uh, doesn't work exactly the same way. It's I, I don't know who uses it, but the Mach two is very similar to um, is very similar to the real life CL one B. Um, I would say you can't the the amount of gain that you use on it you cannot use as much as you use in real life. You have to back the gain way off. Um, and then I will also say the attack and release are super uh super sensitive uh you can't quite go as as aggressive um or make as aggressive of moves um with it as you can in real life um but aside from that it it gives just the slightest bit of warmth to whatever you're compressing but does it um it, it gives a little bit of that warmth but does it very discreetly it compresses whatever you're wanting to compress without sounding like there is compression on it and that is what anybody will tell you with the CL1B is the number one thing about it that it is so great. So the CL1B Mach 2, I love using that. Like I said, if I'm recording vocals on my Apollo, it's going to be 1073 CL1B is going to be the chain as far as preamp compressor. And that's 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 honestly my go-to in real life too for most people. Now there may be somebody who I'm like, oh, it's going to be too dark or it's going to be too warm or whatever. But if I was to take a shot in the dark, that's what I'm requesting. 1073 CL1B. So that is the reason why it is my one and two for my Apollo. Um, and then number three will come to no surprise to Dave as well. And it also falls more on the tracking side than it does on the mixing side. I do use it mixing from time to time. I think I know. But go on. It's the 480. Of course. (laughs) Of course. It's the Lexicon 480. We've mentioned the legendary (laughs) Lexicon 480L at least four times on this. A billion times. Yes. So I love it just because it's it is exactly what I know and love and am familiar with. I can do exactly what I do in the studio with a 480L on my Apollo. If I'm tracking an acoustic guitar or, again, a vocal, those are the two most common things I track on my Apollo. I can just have the artist in the other room or next to me, and I can just dial in a quick little reverb, the same exact setting. Literally, I'm not even kidding. The same exact settings that I use in the studio, I can dial in right there. And I know I don't have to pull up, like, some Valhalla or some... Um, you know, the PCM, that's too much for tracking. All that stuff is too much. I just want, I want four or five settings. I want to be able to choose a, either a room or a plate or a hall or, you know, a chamber and just go, you know, in, in the 480L is that it is exactly just a grab and go quick setting. You know, most engineers who have used it or producers, they've got like five in their head, five of the settings in their head that they know and love and that they, that are their go-to. Like, okay, if, if I'm, looking for more of a drum reverb i'm using this or if i'm having a vocal you know here's what i'm using and, and you just go you boom you go to it you know it's quick um i will say that was one of the things that coming into the studio the the, the real life 480 that i had to have an engineer kind of show me how to get through the menus um and how to kind of program in what you want to use um but once you know it man it is the coolest thing and, it, and they just sound so great i mean it's 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 one of the goats when it comes to like on console in your you know like quick and easy use reverbs and, the, and like i said the main thing is that it sounds great um kind of i guess i'll give out a, a few cheats here um you know my my favorite um my favorite vocal reverb is the medium hall um i'll i'll just throw that on real quick when i'm tracking a vocal um and kind of keep it real real low but it's just enough to where a vocalist singing can hear themselves you know they can hear a little bit of that echo it helps them 
um or most i should say most vocalists dave doesn't like having reverb when he's i was just gonna vocals. i was just gonna pipe in and say <laughs> yeah. well if you're one of those that likes that then they're, <laughs> yes uh, you know. right so you it just allows you to feel like you're in a space a little bit um i and don't then, mind it when it's there I, I i don't mind it when it's there but i'm just not picky as a right vocalist. and then um when i'm tracking drums and i want a little reverb on on the snare um and in the toms and and maybe just in maybe to to make it feel like it's more in a room uh the large wood room that one is super great just if you want to throw a band into a room um you know just mix a little bit of that into everybody and they'll, they'll all sound like they're in a nice warm uh wood room so those are two two great settings that i love on there so those are the three for this week nice, dave nice. um yeah uad i gotta admit i was late to the uad train and here's a side note that i did have to write down so i'd remember it and you will get a, a huge kick off of this and we've kind of we've kind of referenced this prior um to this being somewhat of a problem in in today's age and i will mm -hmm. say for me saying this this is a not nearly as big of a problem as i know i could rattle off five other guys who have this is a way bigger problem mm -hmm. but i had to pull up the uad website and like research actually what uad plugins i have <laughs> because i was <laughs> i was i was don't like, even use half of them i know I like i was like i gotta actually see which ones like yeah, I what is even here <laughs> like, i know i have like a, a yeah. good handful or two that i use all the time but what ones do i like have and what i don't have you know because that's funny, it's one of those dude. things where you pull up the menu in pro tools and it just i know exactly the feeling <laughs> i know it's like let me, let me you like i love i love, I love pulling up ones too and like uh, it looks like it's never been open before and you're looking at this going like i've never seen this screen mm -hmm. yeah ever, so i'm like let me know? see which ones that i actually like that's that great I man. have to kind of choose and from dude them. you know i miss the uad train but but you know, but, uh, you know to be honest with you, the problem was when I, right when I got into um, engineering, uh, they took away the PCIe slot, which uh, mm -hmm. the, U the UAD stuff had to have that at the time. Yep. So like, you know, I was like, crap, you know, I was stuck in inbox land for a long time there um, just because they, they took away that card slot. So, uh, but, but, but all that stuff is coveted. I mean, you know, that's that if you're doing home stuff, that's where you need to be at. And I love that you're giving specifics, man. That's really, really sweet. You know, like I said, I don't mind. And and like you said about UAD, I mean, there's a reason UAD sets themselves apart. Number one, their stuff's there's a lot of their stuff sounds super great, sounds like real, real gear. Um, they set themselves apart and it's not they're not waves. Like you will not find right. a UAD plugin for $29.99, people. No. No, <laughs> you will just no, you not. Won't. You may find one on Black Friday for a hundred dollars. That's as cheap as they're gonna go on yeah. something, you know. But but if you're, that, yeah, but you're gonna <laughs> pay for a UAD plugin. But they are worth it. Um, well, what you're gonna get is gonna be that algorithm. I mean, it's gonna be really, yeah. really as close as a digital co copy can be. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I I love their stuff. Um, like I said, those are my kind of three that I I really really love. Uh, nice. There's more that I definitely use and. Um, there's a couple more that are kind of on my wish list that I want, um, you know, but I'm at a point too, where I, I, on a standard mix, I can get away with my Apollo. Um, one of my next purchases though, is going to have to be a satellite because I'm just kind of running out of running out of processing, um, <laughs> even with the Apollo. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's edition three of the plugin uh, toolbox. I think I might shelf it now that I've gone this far for a little while and kind of come up with another idea, but I wanted to definitely kind of go into the UAD side of things too, just because, and it kind of put y'all in, in my mind frame too, um, for what it is, you know, I, it's, it's not, um, it's not, I, I, I think of 
it being an analog emulator more than some regular plugins are because that's kind of what it is so yeah 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 so yeah cool so what do you what do you got uh unsolicited for us today yeah you know i i just i love i love the the series that you're doing and it and it just kind of also kind of showcases um you know what 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 you're using i love the specificity of what you're saying you know you're you're, you're telling us exactly what you're doing and, and i hope people are taking notes i say this every time you know really write this stuff down um you know this is what what somebody who's working every day is doing and using and so i I think it should be emboldening um, people to, to be like, you know, that's something that I can achieve. That's something yep. that's acquirable. You know, you may not have a CL1B physical outboard gear in your studio, but you know what is attainable is maybe the CL1B plugin. Mm -hmm. And and what's what's better than one? You know what I mean? There's tons of them out there that are calling themselves something similar to that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's all it's all great information. And 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 so it's just funny because my unsolicited is is just a typical, you know, <laughs> engineer versus producer kind of mentality you know what i mean i'm much more global you know what i mean i tend to be less specific uh than alex tends to get you know he's got that really so solid locked in kind of engineer in him that's so strong you know um for me this week my message is simple and it's one that i was thinking about you know that i wanted to kind of challenge people um and, and i think producing is a lot like songwriting you know, to me, it's a, it's a, it's a partnership. It's a coaching, uh, you know, we, we dig each other on not just a musical level, but maybe on a life le level mm -hmm. as well. Uh, because it's really like counseling, you know, when you're songwriting with someone and you're trying to understand an artist and you're trying to get into an artist's mind. Um, that's really what producing is. You know, you're either a human being who connect with another human being on a deep level that can understand what they're trying to get across or you can't. And that's, that's producing down to it. It's not knowing scales. It's not knowing technical gear in a lot of, in a lot of ways, you know? Um, so, 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 you know, my message is simple and, and I mean it in a musical way, but gosh, I think, you know, now that I'm kind of thinking about it again, it can be really, this is a life lesson, you know, more than anything else. This is a father, you know, with, with, with daughters, you know, talking to his kids. I mean, you know, like it's, it, it's, it's beyond just music, but, I would challenge everybody um, to kind of, especially, you know, the younger kind of crowd right now with social media uh, to rate and know your friends. And I, and I mean that in the sense that hmm. you need to know who you have on deck and who you don't have on deck, who's in your dugout and then who's in the audience, you know, because I think you're going to experience, especially an artist, you come to a new area, right? You come to a new city. You don't know anybody. And you're going to meet a lot of people. And a lot of these people are friends. And I think we throw that word around very, yes. very generally. Oh, yes. And, and I think it takes a person who's went through a lot of life to truly understand what the word friend means. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, you know, um, I have a lot of acquaintances. I wouldn't put very many people in the friend column. Um, and I think a lot of who you're talking to on social media and that you're seeing and everything like that, these need to be, you call them friends verbally out of your mouth, but you need to be thinking of them as kind of, you know, acquaintances. This is somebody I've met. This is somebody I've gone to a few dinners with or something, but you know, friends are, are something different to me. And, 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 I think the model, Alex, that I, I want to try to convince people on or talk with people about is kind of the Billy Dawson model. Um, in music, 
you know, you kind of need to be nice to everybody. And there's a, there's an artist out there named Billy Dawson, who is one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. Like this is a guy who I just happened to be in the parking lot with. Uh, he was coming in, didn't know him, didn't know who this dude was. Cowboy hat, you know, guitar heading into some songwriting session, put his guitar down and said, hi, I'm Billy. Great to meet you. And I said, Oh, hi, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Dave. And he's like, you know, so we, what do you do here? You know, I'm just so glad to meet you, you know, and, and he had no reason to care who I was. I had no reason to care who he was, but I thought that dude has got it. You know what I mean? That yep. guy's going to make himself something in this town because something as simple as that, just being outwardly and overly friendly with people opened so many doors for him. And now he's doing phenomenal. He's, he's just got signed. He's now a, a signed songwriter. He was in a, a car commercial recently, um, worked a lot with skid, um, mm -hmm. uh, on a lot of stuff and, and just a, just a great human being from my experience with him. And I thought, you know, Every musician has to understand that you kind of, especially in Nashville, especially in Nashville, the uh, smallest big little town in America, mm -hmm. that you need to be nice to everybody. Okay. And, and I'm, and I'm wholly in, endorsing that. That being said, you're going to meet a lot of acquaintances, but I would say I can put on a, you know, piece of paper, two or three people that I would call friends that are going to be there a hundred percent of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really I think it's really important to fight self-delusion. You'll hear this theme with me a lot, right? When we're, you know, we're, we're critiquing our own songs. We're asking if our baby is ugly. You know, this is all kind of stuff that it's easy as an artist, as a musician to self-delude yourself. And I think I want to fight that on every front that we can. And one of them is actually friends that you have in the music industry or, you know, not just this beyond life, life itself. You know, who are friends? Who are your friends? And, What's, what's, why, why this, why is this so important, Dave? Why are we talking about this? Well, it, what's important is who is that dude that you can call? Who's that girl friend that, you know, any male or female, I mean, you know, who, who can you call that is going to answer that phone when they know you need somebody? Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to hold those people higher on your list than acquaintances. Cause you know what acquaintances have the, um, the kind of, um, inherent quality about them is they tend to drain your time and energy. And when you have all of these quote unquote friends and you're not able to keep up with the ones that are actually really important, I'm telling you, you got to select who are the ones you're going to ride or die with. There's a point, there was a conversation, there was a changeover in Alex and I's relationship mm -hmm. when it was, Hey, We've been acquaintances for a while. We've known each other, but at this point, we're going to ride or die together. That's it. All right. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to meld and that's it. And then, and then we're going to move forward in it as, as a different entity. And boy, I just can't tell people how important that is to have someone in your life like that, because it, it will come, a, there will come a time when it will have nothing to do with what you initially met over and you're going to need to turn to somebody and you're going to find, you're going to open that Relodex, you're going to open that, that Rolodex, dated myself there, text <laughs> message on your phone and you're going to realize you can't text any of those dudes, any, yeah. any, any of those people. Yeah. There, none of them will answer you. None of them will text you back. None of them are there at 3 a.m. in the morning when you're in a crisis and say, mm -hmm. hey, I'm here and I'm willing to drive to you if you need me. That is so important, especially for musicians, especially for people yeah. who are on the grind, especially people in a new town. You know, it's easy 
especially in Nashville, and this is coming from a Southern boy. I mean, I was born and raised in the South. You know, everybody's kind of so friendly with each other that it can kind of almost make it seem like they're that. I think it's so important to figure out who is going to be that for you mm-hmm. verbally. I mean, I'm almost kind of out front. Are, wait, all right. So are we just work friends? If we're work friends, that's fine. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll just be work friends. I mean, that's fine. But it, but are we, you know, is there something outside of that? And and I find so many people who are not defining that role, Alex, that it, that it scares me because they yeah. think that they're going to have all of these people. I've seen a lot of our interns, you know who I'm talking about, who are social butterflies going out to all the bars, and the clubs and the, you know, the honky tonks and things. And, and, and I think they think they have this huge list yes. of support. Oh, yeah. And they don't. And, you know, it's staggering because the sad thing is when they really need that support, when it's life right. or death, <laughs> you know what I mean? That support's not there. None and of those people are there. Yeah, That's shocking. You know, that's why, again, I'll say I can list on one hand my friends, mm-hmm. my friends. That's it. I have a very small list. It is. Not, now, listen, I'm friendly with a bunch right. of people. I'm acquaintances with hundreds of people. But these are not people that that I'm going to turn to when I need someone to be support for me. Um, And I just would want to challenge anybody who is in a grind, who is in a new city, who is meeting a bunch of people. Listen, start to try. And it's not always easy. Start to try to find those relationships that you know this is something beyond just I'm being nice because I want something from you. And you're being nice because you want something from me. Or we are mutually aligned right now. Does that make sense? That's, yeah, that's, no, that's totally. essentially what I'm just trying to say. I tend to be very big themed here. You know what I mean? So it's, I think it pairs beautifully with your kind of like, I like this compressor and I like this, you know, reverb and, you know, I'm always so general, but, but I, but I think it pairs again, why Alex and I think pair well together. You're going to get a little bit of both. And mine is more of just say, if, if I can tell one person out there to just kind of go through and like I said, rate your friends, rate them. Mm-hmm know who you need to call. I was just in a massive wreck. What is my list? Well, my list is 911. My list is an ambulance. Right. My list is my mom and my dad. But after that, you know, okay, well, maybe mom and dad don't live in my city. Okay, well, then who's here? Who's mm-hmm. who's close to me? Who's going to pick up the phone? Who's not going to just be like, all right, whatever, I'll get back to him when I get yeah, a chance. That's, to. yeah. It's it's important, man. I'm telling you, we're losing track of that with social media. It makes you think that you got yes. 47,000 people. Yep who do you have yeah no that's that that point is i mean i I, like you said i mean i can think of people off the top of my head who are those like acquaintance people who it's like oh yeah i know so and so and so and so and so so it's like all right cool well like call them yeah call (laughs) them like let me see like like do they know anything about you aside from what you guys have in common you know because i think that's a major point right there yeah that's a major point of what you're discussing too is and i think and i I, we always come full circle with this i mean when you bring it back to you and me there's so many times where we will like set up a conversation or say hey we got to talk about this or uh you know if it's even if it's even work related like hey we got to call and like touch base on this and figure out what we're going to do or whatever where we'll spend the first 45 minutes on the phone talking about everything but what we said we we're going right. to talk about you know <laughs> right, like, right. that happens right. to us all, all the, the time, time. <laughs> like yeah. so those are the type of things where it's like what do you really have in somebody if all you have is like talking about what you have in common or you know going out going out and seeing you know social events or or what or or only work in the opposite too there is the opposite and this is something that i hate and I have always hated in my adult life. And it, okay. it feels like I get trapped as the like 
outside guy involved in this situation all the time. Really? Where, where we go out to dinner or we go out to a bar or, you know, whatever the occasion is. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the conversation is all about what they do for work. It's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so did this at work. And, oh, what's new between so-and-so and so-and-so? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, the other day this happened. At, and I'm like, man, I'd love to go out to dinner and not talk about work. Right. Man, and that right. to me is like, now, again, I feel bad when I kind of bring that up, you know, because they think, you know, there is, I don't want to be like, you guys really aren't friends. Just so you know, like, y'all are just talking about work. You're not really friends. But that's the point that you're making right there. Is right. Like, no, you're right. I'll, you get together outside of work and all you talk about is work. Like, yeah. And think about, that's what breaks my head. (laughs) Think about how many times, you know, we we're, we're talking and, and I think, I think, I think that's, that's kind of natural. People have a proclivity of like trying to go back to the things that maybe are constant. Yeah. You know, so you'll mention the studio or, you know, you'll mention work or something. And, but you know what, there's always times you and I go, man, we don't need to talk about the podcast right now. Let's talk about something else here. We don't need need to talk about work. You know, like we can just talk about this and we move on from it. But I've been in so many situations, like you said, where I'm sitting around a table and all these people are talking about his work and i'm going uh, like we're outside of that yes. who the hell wants to talk about that yeah. we're, like how about like wh- what's a bigger theme here like what do you you know what are you experiencing you know like what are you listening to what are you watching yeah. you know like let's talk about something else what are your favorite teams what do you you know do you like that trade i mean you're know, like i want to yeah. talk about other things you know and and that's kind of the 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 little triggers that you, you know people need to pick up on. I mean, I, and, and listen, I've been, I have been, and, and again, I, I always bring this stuff up because there's a personal story behind it that I don't usually tell, you know, there, there's a reason why I'm giving you the lesson, but not the backstory. But there have been plenty of times where I've dismissed a really good friend for someone who I thought was a better one and was proven 100% wrong that I chose the wrong person and had to go back to that first person and say, Hey, I messed up. Like you're solid and I'm never going to not see that from now on. You know what I mean? And like, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't realize what I had. And I, and I just think, you know, especially with social media, it's so difficult now that you have a lot of people who can phone it in who can just kind of you yeah know, be as there long as you're the liking fringe. the picture or live, right. leaving a cute comment or whatever you feel like that person is still attached you know and in, in, in is involved in your everyday and blah 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 i hate that stuff but that's but what you're referencing it, it's it, it's surface it's surface level yeah. you know so so i again i think as you're coming in you know again the musical component for me is you know, you get to a new city, you've got to make friends and you've got to be out there and you've got to be social butterfly and you need to be that. And you need to have the kind of Billy Dawson kind of model, which is he's so nice of a guy. He's such a genuinely nice person. There's not a single person that that, that dude meets that says, I don't, I don't know, but I don't, I don't like that guy, you know, just on the surface level. So like doors will open in Nashville. If you come in here and you just be a friendly, open, honest, beautiful person that you are be, you know, be open and genuine. Then the caveat to that beyond that is that's fine. But just again, don't get it twisted. Don't have your mind made up where it's like, okay, this is somebody who's a really important friend to me. It's, it's probably make sure more that's mutual. Yeah. Or make sure it's mutual. I mean, like I, I'm for sure. I'm, for I'm sure. Culprit. I'm, I think, I think you're almost the same. I mean, I'm the culprit of almost the opposite where like, you know, I'll kind of do like what you said, like I'll meet people and, 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 you know, build relationships or whatever, but there's always kind of like, I've got the ride or dies, you know, and, right. and, 
once I have that, like, I'm almost like, man, I can't do anything without, you know, that type of person, you know, like if right. it's going to a concert or if it's going out to the bars or it's whatever, it's like, I need one of them people. You got me. your, yeah, you, you got know, your like, <laughs> that's just how I kind of am. It's like, I'd yeah. rather sit home and do nothing unless one of them people is going to be with me, <laughs> right. whether it's like, you know, going to a new place or just ha- sharing the experience or, or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that's, just... that's a good point. Big, big, big themes, you know, I mean, again, stuff, stuff that I just want to kind of touch on. And, and I think it goes beyond music, but you know, I'm, I always start with the musical reference, but then I, I kind of always have bigger themes. So you got some great gems from Alex. There some very cool specifics on a lot of great plugins. Those are stuff that I, I mean, we're all using, we're all using those. So, um, it's, it's great to kind of expose those. And then at the same time, you know, there's just a theme about like, man, get to know who is important to you. Don't find yourself stranded. That's what, that's what I big, my biggest fear is that some people, some younger people are going to really need somebody to be there for them and they think they have it. And then, you know, what's shocking is when you really, really door opens and there's nobody there, nobody, there's nobody to answer the call and it's crickets. (laughs) And that's scary. You know, that's scary for anybody. Yeah. So, uh, what do you have? In your suggestion box i want to hear this may you already i i this was one oh wait that, you told yeah. no wait you told me this i've this already is heard one this. that i had to and and this dude, will this full circle right here, well this will and, and this will full circle what your point just was like this is a song that i have found that i was like i want to watch you listen to this on facetime so pull yeah, this up and right. listen to it no, no, and you i want to watch everybody like he literally wanted to see me hearing this as we before we got started he's like you got to hear this yeah and i'm like all right he's like no no no. i want to facetime you so you can <laughs> i can see your reaction yeah, yeah so the song was is right yeah so the song is called enter the machine by arch enemy and i have heard this song a few times i mean a, a, a few handfuls of times and it's the song that uh the nashville predators uh the hockey team they play it basically right right before yeah they play it right before they're about to drop the puck in the third period so they're trying to get everybody jacked up and and amped up and like all right y'all third period let's go like you know just trying to get people as high energy as possible and they drop this song and it's like holy smoke you like (laughs) you feel like all of a sudden like yeah you're in the amp you're in the arena you know what i mean like this is one of them songs where it's like man something's about to go down you know like sure yeah uh so it's just one of them songs and it's 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 not like a full song it's an instrumental but i'm telling you y'all listen to it and tell me and if you if you could listen to the song and not be jazzed after do not bob your head at all yeah (laughs) this thing is just the the absolute like anthem type of song Um, so it's yeah it's super super cool so check it out uh and the link is in the song suggestions tab in the discord enter the machine by arch anyway i'd never heard of it before i never heard of the group before and then i was at the preds game and heard it and i was like you know what this is dope. And I pulled out my phone and Shazam it. And I was you like, Shazam it. Okay. I did yeah, Shazam yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not sure if it's going to get it. Cause I, it was like almost at the end. They were about to drop the puck. So I just hit the button and it got it. And I was like, it works. Yes. Yeah, you know? It yeah. It's, it's quick nowadays. So yeah. Shazam for the win on that one. Nice. What, yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Mine, mine this week is going to be called <laughs> big smoke. Uh, what? Wait, what? Big smoke. Oh, big smoke. I thought it's you said name- something else. Oh, no, saying- <laughs> now it's smoke big coming smoke. Out of something else. Big smoke. Yeah. And uh it's by Matt Corby. Um man, it's an ethereal, spacey, chill kind of vibe. I mean, um, it, it's just one you gotta go and experience. Um, I won't right. say that it's um it's not gonna blow anybody's doors off, but 
it's more of an experience. It's more of the journey rather than the destination, as they say, you know, where okay. like it's just kind of a vibe. You know, you want a peaceful kind of chill. I need to just kind of de-stress. This song melts that away. So that's all I'll say about it. But right. I'll say, you know, it's definitely a very chill, ethereal, a lot of reverb, very, very calm kind of song. I really uh, came on just randomly and I went, wow, that's really a vibe. And I shazammed Sweet. it just like Alex what? did. And, that's yep, crazy. Shazam. And uh, dude, I use that all the time because I'm listening to a lot of independent radio. You know, right. I'm always looking for that weird stuff, you know. And and so well, I don't yeah, know you who don't have, this is. You don't have Bluetooth in your mom machine right now. So. No, I do not. I do not. It's true. It's sad, but true. So I, I, I Shazam it. And um, it's funny, you know, I listen to some such indie kind of areas yeah. that the thing sometimes is like i don't know who that is they're like they literally it doesn't work all the time for <laughs> wow. me because it probably has like a thousand plays or something it's like right. i don't know who that is uh but but uh big smoke matt corby hadn't heard much okay uh to be honest with you uh i don't know much about anything uh what he is or how he's done or, or what other tracks he has but big smoke it's a vibe cool yeah it's i'll definitely definitely take a yeah. listen to that for sure so uh all right well let's let's get the heck out of here we, we <laughs> sounds keep, good yeah we're running too long people are like another one that's an hour and a half long whatever you know <laughs> hey, hey extra time all right that's <laughs> for real make make some time for us in your week you know what i mean yeah we're we're trying here so we're hey we this is this is why we have this though i mean we we want y'all to you know be inside our heads and and uh you know sometimes we can't keep it within you know, forty <laughs> to an hour, or whatever. Well, especially so. when you put a stadium draft, dude. I know with a bucket I of, and uh, I, of course, I were open in with that I, one. Uh, yeah, and I put it on a tee too. I'm like, yeah, we'll make this one quick and free <laughs> half an hour in. Turns out long. <laughs> well, what are you can do. You whatever. All right. <laughs> well, hopefully, y'all enjoyed uh, Shadow Boy. That was pretty dope. Um, hopefully, y'all like the content and uh, yeah. you decide to come back next year, next week. Uh, we would totally appreciate that. And uh, if you are liking it, definitely tell uh, tell a friend about it and share it. And we would also love some uh, some rates and reviews on the uh, on the Apple Podcasts and the Spotify podcast. So like good uh, or bad, you know? At this yeah, point. yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. That <laughs> if you helps. hate it, let us know. That helps everything out. So uh, so yeah, appreciate y'all for listening. And check uh, out our social media garbage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and check us out next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thanks, Peace.